What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Thursday, August 22nd. Hope all you guys have had a good week up till now, man. These weeks have been going by fast, so take advantage of them as much as you can, man. Manifest all your dreams and goals, man. Eventually, they will come to fruition as long as you keep grinding, keep doing what you got to do. Focus on yourself and your loved ones. Don't worry about nothing else and just keep going, man. Don't look off to the side. Just run your race and run it at your pace, most importantly. With that being said, and also rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. That's that's my guy. Um, You know, one of the most motivational people ever. But with that being said, today, man, I want to come at you guys and first talk about Talk about a couple of different things. Let's talk about three different things today for a first time in a minute. Um, happy birthday to LaMelo Ball. Now, LaMelo Ball is an Inland Empire legend. If you don't know what the Inland Empire is, it's a section about 30 minutes outside of Los Angeles that runs through a lot of cities, including my hometown of Ranch Cucamonga, including LaMelo's hometown of Chino Hills. And so that's how I know LaMelo. First and foremost, I've been playing, I played against LaMelo Ball since he was about six years old at the time I would have been eight when I first started playing travel ball I used to play against the big baller team they used to be they were called the big ballers way back then LeVar was the coach they had a couple different teams because Lonzo was the oldest and LaMelo was the youngest and so LaMelo and LiAngelo played on the team and then Lonzo would play on the older team and then eventually they all came together but back then I used to play against them like all the time at Upland High School we used to lose a lot because like how they play, they play so much faster, and it was like a whole different type of pace, but they were blowing everybody out. They were the best team in the Inland Empire. They were different, and I always knew that they were going to be really special and really good, but I could never have imagined that they would have taken off to the heights that they've gone to now, especially LaMelo, and I always knew LaMelo was going to be good in like these past couple years, ever since they really blew up with Big Baller Brand and LaVar doing him, Lonzo getting drafted to the Lakers, I always told everybody, you can ask my own blood brothers, I used to say, LaMelo is going to be the best out of all of them because he's the youngest, but he's always played up against the competition. And so he's only going to get better because he's going to have all that experience at such a younger age that Lonzo and LiAngelo never got to you know, experience because they were the middle and the oldest sons. And so LaMelo, man... It's crazy because when I used to play against him, his jumper was terrible. Like, it, it went in, but it was terrible. And he used to pull from deep range. Like, it literally, he would, it looked like, imagine Derek Fisher's jumper, but a little bit farther back. Like, he used to bring it up past his head all the way up and just launch it. Like, it looked like, because he didn't have the strength back then. And, and I remember LeVar told, my shout out to Coach Eric. LeVar told, because they were good friends, my Coach Eric and LeVar Ball. He told uh, Coach Eric that the reason that he has... Uh, LaMelo shoot like that is because he wants him to get perfect form and now you know LaMelo's jumper isn't necessarily perfect form but it's good enough form where it's a jumper that is reliable as hell and it's money ball pretty much damn near all the time just because he shot like that just because he didn't have that much arm strength back then but now we all see his jumper is pretty much automatic even though it's not the perfect form but it works for him and that's all that really matters as long as your shot works for you that's all that really matters but I believe LaMelo's turned 18 today so you know, we got to give him some love to LaMelo Ball. So, first of all, they really blew up LaMelo's freshman year. The year LaMelo came to Chino Hills changed everything. All three of the Ball brothers got to play together for the first time in the high school setting. And they all went to Chino Hills, of course. We all know. 
and they really blew up the game. It's crazy. They really blew up versus my hometown team. The school I didn't go to because I never wanted to go to that school. It's called Los Osos. It's in Rancho. There's three high schools in, in Rancho Cucamonga, which is my hometown. You got Rancho Cucamonga High School, which I went to for a year. You got Los Osos High School, which is like, you know, I never really liked them because they were all hyped up and stuff. Then you got Etiwanda, which is the basketball powerhouse in the city. But they played Los Osos High School one night. And they beat them by like, I want to say they beat them by like 60 points, maybe 50 points. And that was the night that literally, I think it was Baller's Visions. It might have been Baller's Life. I want to say it was Baller's Visions. One of the basketball media companies, outlets that films games and highlights posted it. And literally the next day they took off. But before that, though, they really blew up in the City of Palms tournament, which is a famous high school basketball tournament that takes place every year in Florida. And they ended up playing Mount Verde Academy. And their coach, Kevin Boyle's coach, Michael Carter-Williams, Kyrie Irving, not not there, but Ben Simmons, D'Angelo Russell, the coach at Mount Verde, Kevin Boyle, they played Mount Verde. And that was R.J. Barrett's freshman year also. Or freshman year also. And LaMelo played R.J. and Lonzo and D'Angelo, and they ended up winning that game by like three, I think. It was a very close game. And that's where they kind of really took off. But once things really started to explode for them, was when they beat Los Osos. They beat them by literally 50, 40 points, and literally they just took off from there. And then they, they started blowing out everybody because they played at such a higher pace and a faster pace than every else than everybody else in the in the in the country that it was just ridiculous. Like nobody knew how to keep up with them. Like they they blew out modern day. If you're from Southern California, you know how good modern day is year in and year out. Modern Day had zero chance versus Chino Hills. And I've never said that statement before because Modern Day has had such good teams. Coach Gary McKnight has been there for forever, and his teams don't get blown out. But Lonzo, LaMelo, and LiAngelo were able to do that. And that is not an easy thing to do. And that year, they literally ran through the southern section of high school basketball. Like, nobody in SoCal could beat Chino Hills. They were un. Defeat. They went undefeated. I think they went like 30. I want to say they went 32 and 0. I don't remember the exact record. It was either 30. It was like 35 and 0, somewhere in the 30s. They ended up winning the state championship. I went to that game. I was at that game, and it was a show. They were like watching them that year all play together on one team made me realize like, man, these dudes are the hottest commodity to come out of Southern California in a minute. Nobody's gonna beat them. They are that good. They are that excellent. And that, the crazy thing is, that was only LaMelo's freshman year. The next year, we know Lonzo went on to UCLA, killed at UCLA. But for LaMelo, because it's his birthday, that's what we're talking about. His sophomore year, you know, the show still went on. Even though Lonzo was gone, they still had LiAngelo. They still had my boy Eli Scott. Shout out to Eli, who's at Loyola Marymount hooping right now. And they still had Onyeko Okongwu, who's going to have a really good freshman season uh, upcoming for USC. People are sleeping on him because he had an injury, but he's healthy now and he's going to kill at USC. But getting back to my original point, LaMelo's sophomore year was the same year that he dropped 92 points against the same team that they blew out his freshman year to really put them on the map in Los Celsius. He dropped 92 points and he dedicated that to a girl named Lexi, who I believe was suffering from cancer at Chino Hills High School. So shout out to Lexi. And that was dope. Like him dropping 92 points is crazy. And a lot of people are saying like, oh, he got his points from cherry picking and yada, yada, yada. But still, like, if he's cherry picking, then you should tell – then your coach or a player should adapt and just play four on four the entire time if that's the case. If he's cherry picking that much, then adapt. Then adjust. Don't let him score that much. But he still put up 92 points. And that's – I'm pretty sure that's a Southern California record. The only person I know that's gotten past, you know, 92 points is 
Deshaun Wagner, and he dropped 100 points. I, for, I forgot what exact state he's from, but I know he wasn't in California, I'm pretty sure. So, you know, LaMelo doing that was crazy. And then just dedicating that to a person who was going through cancer. I, I want to say it was cancer, but I forgot what exactly it was. But still, that's dope. Like, literally after the game, he tweeted, that's for Lexi. And that was super dope. So I, I commend LaMelo for that. Then his junior year is where LeVar pulls him out of high school and he goes to Lithuania. And the crazy thing about Lithuania, not only is that LaMelo was hooping in Lithuania, but that people were watching. Like, I remember watching the games on Facebook live streams, and they were getting thousands and thousands of people viewing them from all over the world. Like, not even just the States. I know a lot of people from the United States were watching, but for him to bring such a, in the big baller brand, just to bring such a, a crowd in a and a base and a fan base all the way over to watch Lithuania games. Like, no no offense, but nobody really knew about Lithuania. Like, I'm pretty sure Kristaps Porzingis is there, but he doesn't even represent them that much. Like, he does to a certain extent, but we don't hear Kristaps Porzingis all the time, you know, in the news and stuff like that. But for him to bring, or for them, LeVar, LiAngelo, and LaMelo to bring such a, a base over to Lithuania is crazy. And LaMelo really performed over there against grown men. It's not the best competition. He's going to play better competition now. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute, but still, for him to bring a whole crowd, it's just amazing. So I got to give him credit for that. Also, though, I forgot, I actually skipped over a part. Going back to his sophomore summer, that was the year that he played Zion Williamson on the AAU circuit when Adidas invited Big Baller Brand to play Zion. And that game was crazy. Zion's team ended up winning that game, but LaMelo put on a performance. Shout out to my guy, Elijah Harkless, my brother, currently plays at Cal State Northridge. They put on a show. And literally, I remember hearing that LeBron was supposed to go to the game, but the, the crowd was so packed, the gym was so packed, that there was no seats left. And that's how you know it's crazy. When you have no seats left for LeBron James to come and even watch, it's crazy. I watched that game on a live stream, too, and it was intense. It was thousands of people watching that game, and that was a show. So, you know, LaMelo brings a crowd, and people like to see LaMelo ball. And people say he's overrated or overhyped, but no, it's a reason that people are watching him. And he's gotten better every single time that we've seen him play. Like, Lamelo has proven himself time and time again. So, after Lithuania, he comes back. Then he goes to Spire Academy in Ohio. In Ohio, in Geneva, Ohio, to be exact. Comes back, goes to plays for Spire. He plays alongside Rocket Watts, who you guys will see is going to be a freshman from our Michigan State Spartans this upcoming season. Plays with Isaiah Jackson, who's one of the top seniors in the nation. He's plays for uh, Detroit Waterford Mott High School. You'll see him in college and eventually in the NBA in a couple years. And Terry Lockett Jr., who is going to be a really good receiver in college, who might end up playing for my Spartans or a couple different other teams. He has options, though, from Minnesota. And they play with them. And so then, there, you know, as soon as LaMelo announces that he's going to play out in Ohio, Spire's one of the hottest teams in the nation. And they put on a show everywhere they go. They end up playing a couple different things, a couple different tournaments. They end up winning some tournaments. I think they only lost like three games, maybe. Um, everywhere he goes, they go around Ohio, play some games. They went to Atlanta, play some games. I believe they went to Maryland, play some games, put on a show. Everywhere they went, sold out easily, packed out everywhere they went. I remember the first game he played with Spire was a, was a scrimmage. And literally the game was sold out. A scrimmage. Not even a real game, not even a recorded game. So that's how I knew. And then, you know, ending the season, they ended up losing in the in the championship game by a couple points to um Bella Vista Prep. But still, after that, 
LaMelo set the record for most triple doubles in Ohio basketball history. Think about that. He set the record for most triple doubles in Ohio basketball history in one season. He only played in Ohio for one season. Let that just sink in. Think about all the players that have come out of, of Ohio. Excuse me. You've had LeBron James. That's all I really got to say. Luke Kennard was an Ohio high school legend, high school basketball legend. You've had Hoopers come out of Ohio, for sure. Shout out to my cousin Trent. So, LaMelo just does it, man. Like, I, like you cannot, I don't understand how people still hate on him. And now, he's headed to play in Australia. He's going to play for the Illawarra, or Illawarra, excuse me, Hawks um, in the NBL, which is like, it's, they got a really good Australian league. It's one of the it's the best Australian league. He's gonna play there for a season. Then he's gonna enter his name in the NBA draft. So before he kills, and it sounds like he's already doing really well. He's adjusting. They just started practicing, I believe, earlier this week. The coach loves him. His teammates love him. He's already developing chemistry because he's just such a good passer. He's six eight now, and I don't think people realize that. And going back a little bit too, this summer he set the Drew League on fire. Do not forget, he set the Drew League on fire. And the Drew League has had some really notable names. Do not get it twisted. They've had Kobe come through a, a, a few years back. Last year, I watched James Harden and Chris Paul at the Drew League. That might have been two years ago. It was either last year or two years ago. They've had all good types of players. They've had Marvin Bagley come through, Montrez Harrell. They get players, Nick Young. You know, they've had celebs, the game. They've had a whole much, Nate Robinson. The Drew League gets people to come and play for the Drew League. And it's one of the best pro-ams, if not the best pro-ams, up there with, you know, either Dykeman. Yeah, it's it's up there with Dykeman. And so, you have LaMelo take over that. And not only does he take over, but he has, he goes to a good team, the only team represented by the Inland Empire at the Drew League, because the Drew League is full of teams that are based out of L.A. It's only one team based out of the Inland Empire. Shout out to No Snacks. LaMelo joins them. They win a whole bunch of games. They make the playoffs. He puts on a show, and I think they lose in the second round to the playoffs to the to a team that eventually goes on to lose in the championship game, City Team Blazers, who were led by Casper Ware Jr., who's an L.A. legend. And, you know, they ended up losing there. I think it was the second round. Maybe, I, yeah, I want to say it was the second round. But still, LaMelo set the Drew League on fire. Like, every time he played at the Drew League, people showed up. The crowds got bigger. That's just what he does. He brings a show because people know he's the goods. As much people hate on him, his haters even know that LaMelo is the truth. No matter what you say, he gets it done wherever he goes. So now, as I already said, he's gonna head. He's he's headed out. He's already in Australia. It's his birthday today. So again, shout out to Lamelo. Happy birthday! Um, but next year, forecasting his future. Now, I'm not gonna say he's gonna be a Hall of Famer out the gate, even though I do think he will. I I think he has a great chance to be a Hall of Fame NBA player. But I'll say this: Lamelo Ball should be and deserves to be a top five NBA draft pick in 2020. And that's all I'll say about that. He's good enough. He's a 6'8 point guard. His passing his passing and vision are out of this world. His jumper and his range on his jumper are automatic. He makes teammates better and he makes winning plays. The only things he needs to work on right now are getting stronger being able to take a little bit more contact. And honestly, that's it. But as I've already stated, I was always originally the one that said he is going to be better than Lonzo and Leangelo because he has the talent. He's the youngest. He's had the experience. He's been going through it the longest his entire life. And now we're starting to see it. 
He's already taller than Lonzo. He already has a better jump shot than Lonzo. Only thing Lonzo is better at than LaMelo Ball as of right now, and I'm not hating him, and I'm definitely not pitting him together because I support both of them. We're from the same area. I want to see both of them win, and I know Lonzo's going to do his thing with the Pelicans this year. But the only thing Lonzo is really better at than LaMelo is defense. Honestly, like Lonzo is a lockdown defender. Like I give him that. He really works his butt off defensively. Needs to keep improving on his offensive package. And I think we're going to see that this upcoming season with the Pelicans. But LaMelo has it. And he plays with a different type of swag. Like people thought he was going to go into the drill league this summer and just get pushed and punked around. And that was the total opposite happened. He put on a show. People couldn't guard him. He was doing whatever he wanted. Because he's that good, man. Like, people got to stop hating on him just because of his dad. Like, a lot of people really just hate on the mellow ball because of his dad. If you hate on somebody because of their father, you're a weirdo. And it's like, I'm not going to get into this whole LeVar thing, but I still support LeVar even though he does say some crazy things. He can be over the top sometimes. But it's like, you know, y'all criticize black, black fathers for not being there. Y'all criticize black fathers for being there. So it's like, they can never win at the end of the day. So it's like, it is what it is. But the mellow ball is a special talent. He is a generational talent. Yes, I said it. He's a generational talent. Whatever NBA team takes a chance on LaMelo Ball is going to get a hell of a player. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Shout out to LaMelo. Shout out to the IE. Shout out to the 909. Shout out to Chino Hills. Shout out to Rancho Cucamonga. Shout out to my city. And that's it, man. Hope all you guys enjoyed this. As always, shout out to my Nuts and Bolts sports family. Go check out their podcast. Go check out their articles. Always dropping fire content. Um, And as always, man, please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, share. And if, public service announcement, if, if you listen to my podcast on Apple, please do me one favor and leave a review. Please, please leave a review. Scroll down to the bottom, leave a review, rate, you know, give me stars. But more importantly, please give me and leave me a review. I plea, I ask you guys, please. But as always, man, y'all have a beautiful and blessed rest of y'all week. Tomorrow is Friday. It's the end of the week. Enjoy yourselves. College football is back. You know, that's my, my one of my favorite sports. I love it to death. I'll definitely be doing some type of coverage on college football because I love college football. I watch majority of the games. Even though I'm a Michigan State fan, I support it all because it's just such a good sport, even though the NCAA is trash. But, yeah, man, enjoy yourselves. Have a great weekend. Have a good Friday tomorrow. Keep doing what you got to do. Stay out this heat because it is still hot out there. The fall is coming, though. Luckily, thank you, Lord. But as always, man, I love y'all. Have a great rest of y'all weekend day. This has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast. Peace, love, and blessings gone.